We're live here on Facebook, and it's the uh, Total Media Network slash Neil Haley Show with a bunch of my friends. And today's topic, which is very, very interesting, is again, is going to be uh, the conspiracy of the coronavirus, as Don Zeno brought us together. We have Frank Carol Valero from the CBC. We have Pete Canavan, security expert and digital marketing expert, and Don Emilio Zeno, CEO of VIP Internet Radio. So go ahead, Don, as I'm going to kind of just try to share to a bunch of groups throughout. Go ahead and start the process. I'm going to put myself on mute, and you start talking, and everyone else share. Why is he putting himself on mute? Hi, folks. I'm Don Emilio Zeno. And uh, actually, I've been toying around with this idea for the last week only because of everything that's been happening and I'll be honest with you, at the very, very beginning of this ordeal, I thought uh, I thought people are using, uh, you know, fear-mongering for whatever reasons, which we're going to talk about. But then as things got uh, more and more concentrated, I said, my God, these people are not kidding. And, you know, it started scaring myself a little as well, to be perfectly honest with you. So um, I got a hold of uh, Frank Cavallaro, who's a mainstream uh, news reporter, and uh, Pete Canavan and uh, Neil Haley. I says, guys, we got to do this. I mean, we got to do this um, because uh, we're getting hit quite hard here in North America, some states more than others. And uh, we got we to gotta look into this. And we, more important, we got to allow people to be able to call in and express their views and see if they've got any uh, suggestions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, let, me, let me dive into the conspiracy part. I don't know if you've heard, as I have, that right now... Yeah, Don, uh, what, it, I was gonna say, what I was going to stop for a second is they're not going to call in, they comment. So make sure you guys have your Facebook pages turned down and see what comments are coming. We're asking everyone that's live right now to comment on my page with everything, what they think the conspiracy is. I'm going to be moderating that as well, Don, while you're talking. So I'll put Neil. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing. I'm on my Facebook page. How do I tell them that we're on? So you just go ahead and find Neil Hess Haley on yeah, Facebook. And then you just share the live, just share it to your page. Okay. So Neil Herland. Haley. Haley. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got a little fun oh, We're as good as we our take one on this and then go. But Pete, do you feel there are any conspiracies going on with this coronavirus and your take of where we've gone from the beginning to now? Well, I, uh, I'm sure there's always going to be conspiracy theories about just about anything that uh, affects you know, large segments of the population like this. And in our case, unfortunately, it's large segments of the entire world. You know, we've got three quarters of the United States on lockdown right now, essentially, which is unprecedented in any of our lives. Uh, so people are always going to say, hey, you know, where did this really come from? And, you know, we've heard that, you know, it came from a food market in Wuhan or it came from the, the infectious disease research lab about 20 miles away from there. And of course, the Chinese have turned around and tried to say that it came from us and, you know, our military. So there are a lot of different, I guess you could say, theories, whether or not you want to put the word conspiracy in front of them is, you know, I'll leave that up to, you know, the individual. But 
the truth, I think, will find will, will be found out at some point. Uh, I think we have a good idea of what happened, whether or not this is a naturally occurring virus, whether or not this is something that was bioengineered. Uh, is going to be interesting to see because it has traits of several different viruses, as traits of HIV, as traits of MERS, and as traits of SARS, I believe. So uh, that's very interesting, if you uh, to put it lightly. Well, here here's my take is because I've been reading up all over the net the fact that China is now blaming U.S. of A. and vice versa, and I see some ugly things coming. I want to be honest with you, and I'm not a Usually, I'm not a pessimist. I'm an optimist. But, you know, all indications have it that this lockdown, worldwide lockdown, uh, is going to take a little longer than we wished for. In other words, I think it's going to go well into the summer. And the fact is that at the end of it all, we're going to come out of it. Make no mistake, we are going to come out of it. But at the end of it all, uh, the blame game will commence. And when the blame game commences, the fists go up. And when the fists go up, somebody's going to get hurt. And by the way, you know, uh, what's happening with North Korea, where they're, you know, testing missiles, uh, not a good time of the worldly period to be doing that. And what happened to uh, Putin? All of a sudden, he went radio silence in the last four or five months. Why? I mean, it's all coincidental. What's happening in the world? Can anybody answer that? Anybody? I mean, yeah. Well, that's... We, we, let's hear Frank. Frank's the the media guy. Yeah. Give, give me give me your take. The question was, would you believe what Don's saying, or you think he, Don's wrong about this? Well, I was reading something today where uh, they're saying it started in China. It started in the States. The States sent it to China. China re, uh, reacted because of the tariffs and everything that was uh, going on a few months ago. Um, you know what? The more you read, the more confusing this gets. Uh, all I know is I, I was in, in Florida just a couple of days ago, and now I'm back in Canada, and uh, it's totally different. I mean, we're in total lockdown here. You, know, you don't see anybody on the roads. I was... I was driving back uh, from Albany, New York, just the other night. I was the only car heading north for, the, for about three hours. Uh, I think they're taking it more seriously here, um, more seriously here in Canada than they are in the States for now. Um, I would agree with that. Would you guys agree with that? I mean, I know, would, yes. People are still out and about and, you know, the fast food restaurants are still open and, you know, people are still going out and driving through and, you know, the Home Depots and the Lowe's of the world are open. Not that, you know, I'm blaming them for anything, but, you know, people, you know, there's always going to be emergencies where you're going to need those sorts of things. You know, you got a pipe burst in your house or something, you need to run there. Fine. I understand that. But people that are just, you know, every time they run out of paint for the latest home project that they're doing because they're bored, I think is a problem. Uh, so somebody's calling. Hold on a sec. Now, now, uh, Pete, while uh, Frank is answering his um, system there, um, you're, you're the security Hello. guy. How real is all of this? What's up? Oh, it's very real. Uh, there are mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, significant. Neil, can we mute him for a sec? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Frank, you mute yourself. There you go. Yeah, um, there you go. But um, yeah, from a security standpoint, absolutely, we have to worry about this because the longer it goes, uh, the crazier it's going to get, quite frankly, because, you know, people are already just within a week or two of being home, they're getting stir crazy. You know, Americans are used to going out. So it's so the whole world, right? We're all used to going yeah, out and yeah. about and socializing. And now that we're being forced to, you know, remain in our homes and, you know, with limited contact with other people, it's very strange to us. You know, we can't even go to work. And, you know, what's going to happen with the unemployment situation? There was like 3.3 million unemployment claims last week in the United States alone. I don't even know what it was going to be this past week, but it's going up and up and up. You know, the stock market's taking a hit. There's a lot of uncertainty because we just don't know how bad it could get. The president, I just watched him this afternoon on the Corona Task Force update this afternoon here. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it, but uh, essentially the the best predictions, if you want to say it, uh, which are still horrendous, are you know over a hundred thousand people dying in the United States from this. And if we hadn't caught things you know early as we did, we'd be looking at a couple of million people dying in the space right. of just a few you know weeks and maybe a month or two. Agreed. I want to go back to what. I'm getting a feedback here, but anyways, I want to go back to what Frank was saying. Uh, Frank, you may want to unmute your mic because you're probably going to chime in anytime soon. But the fact is that, um, you know, uh, again, this blame game has commenced, China and USA. Fair enough. And I'm being neutral here because I've got to watch what I say and I've got to be politically correct. But the fact is, I could just see President Trump by the end of this year, after he's given out $10 trillion, not $2 trillion, it'll be more like $10 trillion when it's over and done with. And then he'll say to China, hey, guys, I've got a little bill for here. It's called the $10 trillion bill. We'd appreciate if you can pay up. Or uh, I'm looking into my crystal ball, or we're going to freeze all of your assets up here in North America, which includes Canada, because Canada has to follow John, suit. do you have your Facebook on? That's why we're getting the echo. Maybe yeah. I would do it. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, what Franco uh, was saying earlier is uh, very important, too, as a possibility for the origins, which is, you know, the tariffs that we just you know, basically slapped on China recently went into effect. And this happens within like two weeks of that, something like that. So, I mean, you know, you, the more, as you said, Franco, that we read into this, the more confusing it does become because we're all getting bombarded with this information. And we don't know what to believe because people are posting things, they're texting us stuff, people are tweeting all kinds of outrageous information. Some of it's true, some of it's not true. And to wade through that, as we get bombarded almost, you know, minute by minute by the media and by our social media, uh, it gets very difficult to to wrap your head around it. And you got to step away and and, you know, from time to time. Otherwise, you will go nuts. OK, but here's what you for yourself. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. But Pete, here's what I'm really uh, suggesting. First of all, let's take care of business, the medical business. Let's contain this virus. Let's, uh, you know, uh, fix it. And then towards the end of this year or early next year, I think we should have an international court and uh, call upon uh, the two so-called accused and without prejudice, which is, you know, China and U.S. of A, and have you know, a world court decide who's responsible for this and why. If it was uh, bioengineered, which personally, I think it was. 
Now, I think that this in a lot of ways happened in a way released uh, in a lab and it was an accident, but certain people wants this to be worse than it is. I think that ultimately at the end of the day, if we would have responded earlier, there could have been other measures, other countries. We decided just to choose certain countries to follow the World Health Organization and having a straight quarantine like certain countries did compared to other ones that would just quarantine the people and find where the hot spots are and keep business as usual. I don't know which way will work better because, again, if we're flooding money into the economy, we'll be fine at the end of this. But how long? Let's ask Pete. How long will this be? What is I believe we're going to get into at least the beginning of summer. So June, the June to July timeframe, I think, if all of our measures work, if the social distancing is followed the way it's being recommended to, and if this virus responds to warmer weather negatively, then all of those things work in our favor. And I think by June or July, things will start to get back to some semblance of normal, albeit with some changes. Like, for example, going out to a restaurant after this, your tables are not going to be elbow to elbow with the person next to you. They're going to be six feet away, eight feet away, which obviously restaurants are going to take a hit seating wise. But I think that will be the smart way to roll it out just in that respect with that industry. But I think you're going to see that happen in other industries well as well, such as, you know, going to the movies uh, and other places where people are, you know, close together for extended periods of time. I think a lot of that's going to get phased in slowly. So basically, Pete, what you're saying is uh, life has changed from now on. I believe so, yes, permanently in some ways. All right, so which brings up- How are you going to run sports? How are you going to do certain like major activities, major things, NFL, all that stuff if it comes back again in October, Pete? Well, what do you think, Franco? I mean, I you know want to <laughs> give you a chance here too. Well, I think they're going to have to – Listen, it's going to have to, this virus has to completely die down. I don't agree with the warm weather. I was in Florida for three months, and the last month is when it picked up. I mean, so it was like, you know, 80 degrees, 85 degrees every day. So this warm weather theory, um, I hope they're right. But, you know, I saw it in Florida from January to March. It just went up, went up, went up, and the temperature did as well. So I don't know about the warm weather. It's going to be tough to play sports. Uh, they're going to have to limit crowds more watching uh, sports on television, television rights, so teams could survive. Uh, I think this is going to change everything in terms of uh, gatherings, not just sports. I mean, festivals and meetings and concerts. Uh, yeah, unless they find the vaccine. And I think uh, there's going to be one out there sooner than later. I know we're saying 18 months, 12 months, but I think it might be sooner. I just can't figure out why a country like Russia or India that has so many people, we haven't heard anything. What, what, why hasn't the virus spread there? How come? Is there a barrier? Is there a border? And this virus doesn't stop anywhere. How come we haven't heard from Russia or India or Bangladesh and these countries where the population is very dense? How come these countries have not had anything? Or very? I haven't heard anything from Russia. Is Putin no, but, keeping but this is what I'm quiet? saying. This is what I'm saying. Russia. Uh, Putin, namely, has been under the radar, very quiet, very silent. I find it fishy, and and uh, and 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 I'm I'm being redundant. But North Korea has been firing, uh, you know, nuclear missiles, uh, you know, uh, you know, having fun with those. Why? What's happening? What's the world trying to tell us? And by the way, it cannot, it cannot 
not be like before because it just doesn't make sense. I mean, sure, everybody, it's cheaper to work online and, and gather people online like we're doing now, but human beings are made to walk, to go and greet, meet and greet people. You have to do that. Otherwise, I'm sorry, folks, it's the end of humanity. And this is not doom and gloom. Uh, um, it may or, be the or, end as we know it for a period of time. What, uh, what's a period of time to you, uh, 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 Pete? A year or two, I think, because, you know, as we were saying, you're going to see the, the large gatherings all basically come back very slowly. But once we have a vaccine, then that no longer becomes a problem. And I think it's going to change, you know, how we view this sort of threat going forward. And I think, you know, President Trump is absolutely correct. We are learning so much about how this sort of, you know, insidious, invisible enemy can really shut down the population and the world economy in a way that is so rapid and so incredibly effective in a negative way that uh, we're going to have, you know, we can't just bail people out and, and pass these bills to give people trillions of dollars every time there's a new bad flu. I mean, that's the bottom line. So we have to come up with ways to counter that. And I think we're going to see businesses change fundamentally with how meetings are held and how conferences are held and a lot more things that will be done virtually, just like we're doing now. Now, I'm going to listen to all of you. And the fact of the matter is how I'm most concerned about the economy. I'm concerned about lives. But if we shut down our economy, I'm, my, my brain's racing on what are essential businesses. As being a digital marketing company and also looking at specifically enough tutoring, you got to look at who, who spends money now, who spends money online. Everyone's going to be hurt by this. However, there are essential people still working. There are certain businesses, there's teachers, there's certain people with jobs still getting paid. People did lose their jobs and certain par certain vertical markets have been completely shut down. The fact of the matter is there's no uh, emergency for them. They, they say, oh, small business people are going to have to borrow money. In my opinion, that's bull. Some people who have jobs should not get checks. The only people who should get checks are the people that are suffering with this crisis, in my opinion. And I'll say, oh, well, okay, so let me play devil's advocate because I'm a small business owner. I have an IT business in addition to everything else I do, teaching martial arts, etc. I may not be completely unable to get any business because they're, you know, doing some web development or a little bit here and there. But essentially, any business that I had going to clients or getting new businesses from clients that need work done on site has it basically shut down. I lost at least eight jobs last week because oh, of this. No, no, absolutely. So what is it for a small business owner that, you know, they, they need assistance. They I'm going to need help if something no, doesn't change. No, what I'm saying is small businesses should get it. And this is for another topic. And they are. They are. And they are. But again, it's, it's semi-fair. In a way, I think that the people that are currently working, that have a job, they're getting still checks as essential businesses should not get paid by the government. And that is so, and then also we got to look at specifically how do we get those businesses suffering like your business, but other businesses are completely shut down like restaurants involved. So are we willing to destroy our economy forever just to save lives? And that's the point where we have lost our freedom as a country. But Pete, you said people aren't really practicing social distancing. So will this be eliminated? Well, no, they are, but I think they're not 
taking it as seriously as they should in some instances. Like they just broke up a birthday party for like a four-year-old in California today that had like 40 people, or it was a one-year-old, and there were 40 people there. Are you kidding me? In the wake of all of this, what's wrong with people? They're ignoring it, thinking, ah, it's not going to happen to me. Well, guess what? As a safety expert, I'll tell you all the time, that's the first thing people say when something happens is, I never thought it would happen to me, or I never thought I would catch COVID-19, or I never thought I'd be in a car accident, or that my house would burn down, or that I would be in an avalanche, or whatever it happens to be, that's the number one response everybody says. And guess what? At that point, it's too late. (laughs) In other words, never say never. I right. want to. I want to. I want to be able to. Okay, so we all agree that this uh, COVID nineteen virus is very real now. We know it's real. Um, no use um, trying to break our heads as to where it started, how it started, who's responsible for it, because they may come out eventually, and then those people will be accountable by we, the people, the court of law, if you want to call it that. But Frank, I want to address a question to you. Have you noticed, and this is not a conspiracy, have you noticed in the last 20 years how uh, mindsets have changed? We've had, uh, uh, we've had 9-11, we've had uh, what you might call uh, an economic recession of the worst kind in 2008. We got uh, this virus right now. They've been spraying chemtrails in the air Okay, which nobody, nobody uh, seems to, they question, but nobody seems to know what it is. And some conspiracists uh, are saying that stuff is no good. Uh, and, and I, for one, could believe it to be plausible. Can anybody answer these questions? Because I've realized how complicated life has become in the last 20 years. Uh, as as we get wiser, as we get older, whatever. Can, can somebody answer that, please? Well, Don, the chemtrails, the chemtrails is a, still a debate. Some people believe it. Some people don't believe it. The fact that uh, there are governments out there spraying the skies uh, to uh, basically uh, affect the population. Uh, we, you know, we've had this debate many times. Uh, do chemtrails exist? I believe they do. Are there governments intentionally spraying uh, chemtrails to um, to influence the population? Maybe. Is it happening in North America? Possibly. I think that, that subject has to be looked at and maybe debated. But uh, getting back to what you're saying, the last 20 years, look at everything that's happened. You're right, 9-11, uh, now the COVID-19, uh, the governments. Uh, this is a different type of war now. I mean, if you want to get back at a country for hurting you, you don't need missiles and stuff. You can just, you know, uh, look at the virus. If it is from China and they did uh, bring it over to the states or vice versa, because the Chinese are saying the states went there and they planted it there. And then from there, it came back to North America and Europe and so on. Uh, so it's a different kind of war. It's unfortunate, but I agree with Neil, because if once the economy goes, um, there's going to be a lot of people. The crime will go up. A lot of people will die. Uh, maybe even more than what the virus uh, will bring. Exactly. Uh, That's you know, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Okay, okay. I'm well, like everything is this. so so thin, right? Yeah, we we all it. we all operate on this this faith in the whole system, and you never know what could be that one chink in the armor of the system that ends up causing the entire thing to collapse. Right? right? Exactly. This could be it. We don't know. 
I sure hope not. And most everybody else, except for some, you know, people that want to see it happen, don't want to see this happen, right? So we've got to do everything in our power to help it, you know, from coming to fruition. We need this, you know, we need society to be maintained because otherwise, if chaos begins, it because this, you know, the economy collapses because it goes on for a long, long time. And I'm telling you, long, long time by, you know, three months, you know, it's basically not going to be able to recover. And now, that's yeah. where it gets real scary. Okay. I'm glad you're saying that because I just want to say one thing. And I've been saying, first of all, I'm not here to take credit for anything. But I did predict last year that we would get a major world recession this well, year. Well, why, so why, 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 John, if you not deliver on anything else, Pete and I could have made out we would be millionaires right now and sit here and sold everything, bought stock. Okay, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying you, you, you don't have opportunities during a world recession. There is always opportunities. No, I know. What I'm saying, hear me out. Just hear me out. Just hear, hear me out. Because I'm really here to pick your minds, and I'm, if, if anybody's listening, uh, they'll understand that I'm asking uh-huh. the right questions. So the fact is that um, we, we've started this recession. I never thought in a million years that a virus would be the sort of point the fingers at uh, syndrome. Uh, because, I, first of all, this virus shall be halted, shall be killed. I, per- I believe that humans are smart enough to find a cure, at least a cure as a starter program. It's when you know that it's like when you have a throat infection, you know that you go to the doctor, he'll give you antibiotics, a week later it's cured. Fair enough, same thing with the C virus. I truly believe that. Here's where I don't believe. If the economy doesn't straighten out in the next few, I would say 60 days, it's going to get worse and worse and worse and if it reaches to the point of no return guys let me spell it out to you and call me crazy we're going to see the great depression of 1929 may god we're already we're already there don and you're talking no we're not there we're not there we're not there not yet we could be headed there we could head there i just finished saying if we don't solve these problems i'm gonna have to mute don because I do have to have my point of view too, Don. You're you are echoing again. You must be getting excited and pushing the wrong buttons. But uh, the point I'm making in this situation and all, all of it is that what if we get recover and then other countries that don't have the money stifle the rest of the world? Like for example, let's areas like the Philippines or India or somewhere like that where the virus comes back again. And then their economy gets struggled and it hurts the rest of us. So the way we do business internationally, traveling, has to change dramatically in the next year. Because we never know if another virus comes out. And if this is a conspiracy and this was a biological weapon, we're dead because this was just a smokescreen. Get ready for a nuclear attack or some sort of crazy uh, take all the power grid out type of a situation. I got you muted, Don, and then I'll let you back in. But make sure you're not echoing. That basically let that let something like that happen, like the whole power grid goes out, Pete. After we're suffering like this, could you imagine what could happen? Yeah, that we don't want to see, and that could be, you know, whether or not things are a precursor or one thing leads to another. Whatever the sequence is that would possibly make something like that happen, yeah, it would be, you know, we'd be past the point of no return, and it would be. 
like the Wild West again. All right. I just want to say one thing. All right. Okay. Uh, I just, I mean, it just hit, hit me that, for example, 90% of our pharmaceutical um, products like pills and sort are manufactured, I've been told, in China. Is that correct? Anybody answer that, please? 90%? 90%. I think that's a bit high, but yeah, they. No, I heard that too. Thank you, Master uh, Neil. Uh, that, right. So then, what your point is, you're saying we stop business with China altogether. Okay. What if we do that? I, I'm saying, with all due respect to the Chinese people, I mean, you you got you know we we have a lot of big Chinese population in North America. I love their culture. I love you guys. But now we're talking country to country. This this thing about uh, you know a, a, a plausible North American takeover. I'm sorry, I don't want to see that happen. We we are North Americans, no matter of what origins, because we're all of some origin somewhere. We need to stand up. I, I, I I'm going to start sounding like Donald Trump. We got to make North America great again. We have enough land to grow our own food. I know I'm a farmland co-owner back home. I've had farmland for the last 34 years. So uh, let's, we, um, so let's, if you if you don't mind, I wanted to ask Frank about how the media can help, or how do you see what the media is doing to hurt the situation, because. Reporting on things like Don saying to a certain extent, like who's blaming who and what are these theories and how are things going on? This all can get into a very, very touchy situation where you have two world leading countries going at it verbally and maybe in other ways due to something like this that kind of is the, the match that lights the fire. Well, I think the media now, first of all, they got to fill 60 minutes or 90 minutes or two hours or some cable station, six hours. So they're constantly talking about the virus, how many people are dying, how many people are infected. What I don't like about how the media is handling it is the positive side of this, like how many people have recovered, how many people got sick and have recovered, how many people are actually doing well today. They don't emphasize that, and I would. Uh, they're scaring the population by just saying, look, you know, like the yeah. States is up to, what, 100,000 infected and how many have died and but how many have recovered uh, so they are putting some fear out there being a media person i find that they should uh, you know emphasize the positive side of it and i notice some of the newscasts they go back this person recovered yes but the 99 percent of what they're covering has to do with the virus and how many people it's it's uh, it's killed they've also have to fill time so they're coming up with conspiracy theories it started in china it started in the states it started in europe uh, and here and there. Um, they're just, you know, they got to fill time and they've got the facts, like we all have the facts and the and the data. But my only complaint about the media is that it's so negative these days. With everything going on, they should be a little bit more positive. And this could really scare the population and could affect us even after we recover. You know, like you said before, are we always going to have to be six feet apart? Are we exactly. all going to have to wash our hands, uh, you know, a hundred times a day? I think it might be good. It might be a better situation. And someone said to me, a good friend of mine, one of my clients, Pratter, uh, Bill Hennessy, the CEO of Pratter said, and he's a doctor, he said that there'll be less deaths of the flu this year. And the total number of deaths at the end of the year will be less than the flu last year. 
And that's the, the, the bottom line that people are not contracting the regular flu because of our social distancing. Do we do social distancing? I think it's because it's a silent killer that you, you see these doctors and, and nurses and they're not, you know, 80 years old. Like we started out the virus that only old people can die like Don. And you know, that. Oh, he's partially right. I'm, I'm filling the blank with your response. <laughs> I'm turning 65. In two weeks, so you're partially. Okay, you're, 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 I'm just kidding, but the social security and all that. But no, the point is that we thought when we were talking about should we travel, we thought this is an old people's uh, disease. That guess what? You know, someone in their 30s isn't going to die. Someone in their 20s isn't going to die. And we're seeing That's not true. And everything. It's not true at all. You're right. seeing them all yeah. these front runners. So what's happened? Did China really infect their old population? As a once it was released and said, oh, look, people think we'll just put out in the PR. Oh, it's really only old people, uh, people that have strong. Well, they people. initially said it was not airborne either. Why did they do that? Because Good point. They Good point. Allow me to chime in, because now you've touched a sensitive nerve. <laughs> we all know we all seem to agree that we and, and we, we, we we're seeing a pattern here that uh, this started in China. This started in China, and it started because of their reputation of, uh, um, I'm going to say it as it is, of them eating, eating anything that moves, okay? Just like 40 years ago, I used to date anything that moves, and they eat anything that moves. I'm sorry, I'm trying to. I'm trying to <laughs> alleviate the stress here, but there's some truth to that. And you know what? I, for one, am here on boycotting anything from China in terms of food or things, edible, drinks, uh, et cetera. I don't want to take any chances because I don't know what now they you, do. Now, one, one of the, the things that you know we're talking about here is this is kind of like a coronavirus conspiracy sort of, you know, you know uh, brainstorming here uh, and discussion. So... I have to bring this up because this has been in the media and I've done some reading on this and this is all very, very interesting. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not, but uh, some people out there are touting the correlation between the rollout of the 5G cellular network to these incidents of sickness that we're seeing, like that they may be triggering this virus that was out there for a long time, which is why it's so widespread so quickly. And some of the interesting facts are that Wuhan was the first major city of millions of people that had full 5G coverage. And Italy was another one that recently just came online. And South wow. Korea was another country that just came online. And so that could be a whole nother discussion or conspiracy that we that road we could go down because look at how these companies are all pushing this. And if you do the research and you understand the, how, and me as a tech guy, I've, I've looked into this, is how the, the wave pattern of a 5G wave looks and it's very tight. And at the 60 nanometer band where it actually is transmitting at, it interacts with oxygen and it prevents and disrupts the human body's ability to absorb oxygen into the bloodstream. Really? Wow. If you haven't heard about this, look at it. If people are watching this, haven't heard about it, read about it because it'll make you go, hmm, is that just 
coincidence? And if you look into it and you start to understand the technology, and I just kind of gave you the, the 10,000 foot view there, uh, it's very interesting because we have video of people in China that are just standing there one minute and the next minute they just collapse and fall over, boom. Well, that's not a flu. A flu doesn't do that. You know what I mean? We have video of people that are you know convulsing, that are actually going into convulsions. And so... You know, the, the talk about how a cytokine storm is what's occurring by this virus and it's flooding the lungs and people are drowning and that's how they're dying, which is why they have to be intubated. This is a whole nother thing that maybe this was a bug that has been out in the, the general population of the entire planet for quite some time. But now with the rollout and of the 5G, and it was also rolled out on those cruise ships just recently too, why is that now all of a sudden this is happening everywhere? Good point. That's a that, that's a good point. Okay. Good, good point. But the fact is now, I want to get back to this uh, blame game. All right, China's blaming you. Why do you want to blame China so bad? The views and expressions are no, 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 no. I'm being neutral. I wanted to get you guys neutral. feedback on that. <laughs> what I just said. I'm, I'm being neutral and I'm playing it safe, and I'm not offending anyone. I just said because of that. I, I refuse to eat anything that comes directly from China, like imports, like food and beverages. Okay. I think you got to worry about that for a while. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I, for one, you know, decided, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Number two, the fact is that, um, you know, there's uh, all this, uh, the part, all this Chinese, uh, uh, dominance in North America because they seem to own everything. That's fine. It's free trade, so on and so forth. But if that's the reason, and if it's going to get to the point where the, both superpowers are going to start blaming each other, and they both have thick thumbs, meaning wanting to push nuclear warheads, that's when my UFO ET beliefs come in and you call me crazy, but those people are not going to allow the planet Earth to destroy itself. It's not going to happen. How no, do I know no, this? No. Go, no. go ahead. Neil, no, I no. wish you would show your pretty face. You're oh, a handsome no. young man. Oh, no. Because I, I no, want to no, read no, no way. He hasn't I'm shaved in two weeks. You don't want to see him. No, I want to <laughs> be able to read. As I said, a thousand likes. And I'll show my pretty face on, and that means I need a thousand likes, and I will show it. And that's again for that. But the point I'm going to make, Pete's point is well taken. In in Western Pennsylvania, we've not we Pennsylvania's well certain parts of Pennsylvania I think is laid out 5G. Philadelphia, but Pittsburgh we have hardly any cases compared to other places, and we're a pretty big populated city that had different situations. So it'll be interesting to look at if you look at the 5G conspiracy, but. What my doctor, another doctor friend of mine, he says it's from eating bats. If we find out for a fact that somebody ate bats that contracted this virus in China, then maybe it's time not to work with China anymore. And then we got to find out if there is a fault in, involved in all this. That's my point. We destroyed an entire economy. It was a war. So we have to, after this is over, I think that our great intelligence organization needs to find out who started this. Where did it come from? But we never figured out how AIDS started, right? We never figured out how certain other things have started. So I guess we'll probably never find out at all. What happens if the investigators just don't really investigate because they already know the answer? 
That's Good a point. Problem. You're in the security business, okay? But the fact is, we need to come down to the bottom of this. Unless America uh, says, let me put it to you this way, okay? Stalemate. If America doesn't investigate after they're being blamed by China, then America has something to hide. That's, that's where I'm going out on the limb. They have something to hide. Because you know what? That, that $10 trillion debt, by the time it's all over and done with, and mark my words, is going to kill the next God knows how many generations, you know, footing the bill. I mean, I, I'm not going to pay for it. I might not be here in 15 years at the latest. Do you follow what I'm saying? So the fact is, yes, we need an investigation. Very good point. Okay. And this thing about, you know, eating bats, I think China, it's about high time. I hope you're listening to me that you educate your people. I know. And, and you've got so much, so many a richest multi a trillionaires you should give some of that money to the poorer people and say hey eat chickens and beef and fish and 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 you know vegetarians like we do at the rest of the world and stop eating these uh you know cockroaches and armadillos uh you know, and then bats, you know, actually. No, there's a lot of protein in cockroaches. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, for example. Grasshoppers. No, no, he says, uh, you know, you, you, you want to be Iron Man, you eat armadillo. You want to fly high, you eat a bat. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> give, me, give me a freaking. Anyways. All right. I agree. You know, once they find out where this thing came from, they should discuss it and make sure it doesn't happen again. My question, I, I like your 5G, Pete, about, uh, you know, that that I never never came to mind. But if you're telling me that the areas that have gone 5G have shown a spike in virus in uh, cases, maybe there's a correlation there. But, but my question is, Wuhan is a big city. How big is Wuhan? Five million? Six 11 million, million, I think. Yeah, 11 million. How come yeah. Beijing, which is, if, is the bigger city, is it not? Right. How come we don't hear from Beijing? Now, Did they do that good of a job? I doubt it. I, I think, you know, I, I think that this Wuhan was probably chosen as the site where we're going to do this. By whom? By the Chinese or whoever planted now, go, it. Go ahead. It, there's only two Let them continue. I think, it, I think my theory is it, went, it goes back to the tariffs in November. Chinese were upset that uh, they put tariffs, the, the Americans put tariffs. That's when the first case was reported in Wuhan. Yep. I think they said, okay, we're going to sacrifice a, a, a portion of our population and the rest of the world will pay for it. We'll show them. Without missiles, we'll get back and we'll show them. Because it doesn't make sense that Beijing has nothing, Moscow has nothing, uh, these big cities in China and Tokyo, in, you know, mm. yeah, it just does not make sense. So who started it? I don't know. Maybe it was the tariffs and maybe they re rebelled and said, uh-huh, we're going to get you back. Then there's, I read something where there was uh, the military Olympics taking place in, in Wuhan back in November. Did you read that, Pete? Yes. October, I did. That was what the Chinese were saying is that our military brought it with them and, and left it behind, essentially. So, all right. So the blame game has started already. It's oh, yes. all clear on oh, that. Yes. So here's what I'm saying. 
U.S. of A, China, China, U.S. of A, hear us out. All right. We the people fix the problem now, fix the problem. And then at the end of the, you know, when things calm down, we want an account. We want you two superpowers to come out in the open and have a court of law and have investigations done. Anybody who's got the living proof of where it started, if ever, I know it's not easy. I don't it's think you'll easy. ever see that. Well, there you go. So then, then you know what? Then you know what? Then people, I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm going to shut my mouth now. And, and it's just us now. I think Pete dropped, or we'll see if he jumps back in. Now we're down to three. Uh, but let's keep this talking, especially with our live audience and people commenting. The point, I think, that the next show next week is we do another show on Tuesday nights or when we'll figure out what night we're going to do it. I want to talk about how we are all dealing with the coronavirus now. We can blame everyone, but this absolutely is terrible. We're isolated constantly. We can't go out. And I refuse to be handcuffed. I still go to the grocery store every day. I can't, I cannot do nothing. And so I always have to have find something to get at the grocery store. But I'm not going ahead and, you know, cleanliness. I remember you, Frank, you and Don did an episode on cleanliness and how important it is for manners and washing our hands, doing certain things. A lot of these people didn't do any of those things. It has led to this virus spreading. Uh, you think of the poorer populations, some of the poorer population doesn't understand and they're just going to say, oh, it's not going to kill me. And so that can spread. That's why New York City. I just hope in fact of the matter is that people figure out how to keep this economy going. There's a blessing in disguise or it's the end of the world. Frank, is it the end of the world that we're going to get through this? Well, it all depends how long it goes for. I mean, what's good? The only thing that's come good that's come out of this is the fact that our uh, the globe is cleaner now because people are staying off the streets. Uh, you know, levels of carbon monoxide, carbon uh, gas, and everything else has gone down. So if you look at satellites, uh, the Earth is a cleaner place. I mean, this could happen in a few years when they tell us, you know what, global warming is going to kill us. If we don't shut down for six months, we're all dead. Uh, this is a signal because uh, people are staying in. We have to. We have no choice. So it is good. Will we make it? I think there will be a vaccine out there very shortly. Already the tests are down to 15 minutes or even 10 minutes. So we have a, our top scientists from around the world working 24 hours a day trying to come up with something. I think there will be a vaccine or even a cure out there. Something, uh, you know, this morning I was watching TV and they were saying that uh, seven people are using those drugs that uh, your president suggested, uh, and they hydro hydroxy hydroxychloroquine. If I'm pronouncing it right, yeah. So some people are using yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's it's that with a Z pack, and those two combined have been uh, is now available now. And Pete is back. He just dropped and. That is because, again, of technology, and that was a corona-ish incident, and Pete is back. That was a conspiracy right there. That's the to get the well, No, no, okay, off. yeah, okay, okay. And, and you know what? You know, we've, we've been talking about this, but like I said, right now, humanity has to find a cure for this coronavirus that's very real. And if you want my opinion on this, follow what mainstream media has been saying for the last month. Stay home as much as you can and do the proper things because you can't take this 
too lightly, if not for yourself, for the older population, which seems to, uh, they seem to be the ones that don't recover from this, or people that have pre-existing conditions like uh, terminally ill people and what have you, uh, they're at very, very, very high risk. So There's actually a very, I mean, the spread is a lot more even than, than they thought originally. About one in five young people between 18 and 25 die from this, 18%. Originally, uh, it, was just, it was just elderly people, right? Yeah, initially it was just the elderly. And, now, and, and from the 26 to 50 range, it's like another 20%. And then when you go above 50, then it jumps to like, or no, that range is, I think, 40%. So it's a, it's another big chunk. And then above 65 is like, you know, another big chunk. But it's it's spread a lot more evenly than we were originally, you know, led to believe or that they believed because those were the people that were succumbing to it the, the, the fastest. So uh, it's scary for everybody. I mean, myself included and every single one of us and all of our families and our friends. And, you know, that's why, Don, like you're just saying, the social distancing is what's working. You know, six feet, you want to go a little bit further, great. Uh, you know, it's only going to be beneficial to you. And if you got to go out, use the mask, use the gloves. And if you don't have them, you don't make a makeshift mask, throw a bandana on your face and double it up. You know, you got to have at least two layers, three is preferable, like an N95 mask. Luckily so, for me, I'm prepared. I got so, some. <laughs> I, I have a question for you as we lighten up at the end of the show. Uh, how do we get intimate uh, if we have to stay at least two, six feet oh away? Get cuddle right now. Don. Well, listen, I found a solution <laughs> in order to solve this problem. We need social distancing. We need to be wise about this. We need to, what does it say? Keep it up. Keep it Keep up. It up. Oh, That's so that was, not, that was not a VIP internet radio t-shirt. Okay, now no. the point, that, so the other conspiracy we did not talk about is Mr. Bill Gates. Mr. Bill oh, Gates. Oh, yeah, who had that? Was it you? The, who was that? Oh, who was that? I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Bill Gates yeah, has. Yeah. He owns the patent for the virus, by the way. And he also right. has the, did you know that? Look it up. And you, the vaccine. Yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah, and Bill yeah, Gates yeah. had a special on Netflix. I got to watch it just the year before this happened. And then he did a TED talk three years ago about a global pandemic. Three years and, ago in 2017. Yes, I saw and that. And also, Mr. Bill Gates believes that our population is too large and wants people to die off. You know I what? read you know about what? this as well. And he, and there is, there are theories that. The reason why he has been so so giving of his money and so philanthropic is that he was vaccinating other poor countries as part of a grand experiment. Yeah, doesn't that You're, seem so? And so, so in other words, he's conspiracy, and that they did not want Donald Trump to be reelected. Here's the point, Donald Trump. Let me give you the timeline till we got to now. We're at April thirtieth. Donald Trump goes on and ticks off the whole media and says, everyone's going to have to go, is going to be able to go to, we're going to open up the country April 15th. I mean, April, whatever day of the Easter is. Then Bill Gates goes on a special on CNN and says, we should be closing the country for 12 to 16 weeks. After that fact happened, yes. After that fact happened, 
and he talked about how dangerous it is and we really have to practice social distancing and all that stuff. Sunday is when President Trump changed his mind and made April 30th. That We are being uh, bombarded by the media making decisions and they don't want Trump reelected. And they know now by Trump being more of a Democrat in the fact of funding, giving us all this money in a socialistic way to save our lives, that now Biden can't come with the stimulus plan if he gets reelected. So they have to make. He can't even form a complete sentence these days. But they need a. They got. They got to make him because they. They have to make Trump a bumbling fool and kill so many people and look like the most incompetent person for him to lose the election because the Democrats do not have anyone to run against Trump. But it's not happening. The opposite's happening. His ratings going up. People are seeing that the guy's fantastic with what he's doing. He's managing this crisis, and thank God he's in there and not somebody else. Quite frankly. So are you guys yeah. happy with uh, the way Trump has handled this? Yes. Even yes, he, made, he did early steps that nobody agreed with. And he said, no, I, we need to stop the flights from China. Then he said, we need to stop Europe. Everybody went batshit nuts. Pardon my French. They went crazy. And they were like, how could you do this? How could you do this? Well, if he hadn't done it, then that curve that they were talking about today would have been at the 2 million death mark. Easily, if not exceed it. So things that he did initially, as well as what he's done since, I think, have been fantastic. The way that he's brought private industry in, he didn't need to really make anybody do anything with the Defense Production Act until just the other day, you know, because people were stepping up. And it's fantastic to see everyone come together and do things. And it's making him look good. What, what about the Democrats the, can't handle it? They called it a hoax two months ago. Because see, probably the information that he was being fed were leading him to believe that. Uh, see, this is Donald Trump in the best way. He went on uh, the front. He tells people what they want to hear. But that's a politician, so that's fine. But it's not to the point where Biden talks about being in a restaurant he never was at in the close 10 years ago or being in certain things. But the, the bottom line, President Trump went out in box and said, Oh, by the way, I'd like to. I, I want to read up the open up the country on Easter Sunday, so we have all these matches. But not. But we might not be able to do that. So he put it but out. But that to was hope. He, it he, was he, hope, he, and that is extremely important for the commander in chief to give hope to the American people and the rest of the world. Because if he went out and he said the opposite, there would have been mass panic and riots, and people would have freaked the heck out. And so that was the only possible path that he could take because it was the only one that would allow civil order to continue and that would allow, and the whole thing like with the masks, like they told people not to go out and buy masks. Well, why do you think they did that? It was so they could get the available masks to the first responders and the nurses and the doctors. So there's always something going on in the background, but I truly believe he has the best interests of this country at heart and everything he's done is being done to help us and get through this. You know what I would... You know what I would do? One second. You know what I would do if I were Trump right now? You're right, Pete. His uh, popularity, I think, is at an all-time high because of the severity of the situation. Because now China's starting to threaten U.S. of A. This is serious crap. For you know, So he's doing the right thing. If I were Trump, I would actually go out and make uh, a speech and say, hey, guys, let's settle this problem. And once this is all over, I promise you, I'll have the central intelligent communities of our country investigate this whole matter and find out who's responsible for this. China now, won't let him do that. They kicked out all the journalists, right, Frank? I mean, yeah. how could you ever get a fair shake? 
And remember, we owe China all this money. So as I said, they might be trying to collect on their debt. And that's the so this is just all a certain situation. And so, but Don, I think it's Bill Gates. Bill Gates and the and we're if this is not a seasonal virus, we're done till we get a vaccine for everything. And they're saying, and we're gonna have to vaccine people regardless How of the could Bill Gates have the gall. Isn't he? I always thought he was a family man that he's, he's got uh, a daughter. Am I bad naive? Am no. I that naive? No. When people get to a certain point, all they care about is power. When they have all the money they need, then they want to start changing the world in their, what to, to what they believe is, is a more ideal utopia. And I think anybody that ever assumes positions of power, whether it's a dictator of a country or a very powerful businessman, and there are many of them out there, they all try to mold the world in the image they believe that it should wait, be wait, in. And if they, they think there he, are things that are problems, they're going to try to fix them. Does he think he's going to live forever? If that's the case, I mean, I'm not here to no, accuse he, him, he, but he, I, I'm, I'm astonished he, as to the fact that this guy, Bill Gates, of all people, a nerd, I mean, you know, a nerd that if he saw, <laughs> pardon the expression, if he saw a naked lady 50 years ago, he'd probably faint. You know, I know I didn't, but, you know, and, and this nerd now has the gall to want to depopulate people. Come on. A lot of people that believe in that, that uh, we're populated. And read Solasinski's, uh, Alinsky's paper, and it'll blow your mind on world depopulation. Was it him? So, no, who was it? It was, uh, no, not only, it was, uh, oh, I'm going to pull it up while we're talking because it's, you got to read it. I read it, it'll blow your mind, and it's and I will, 35, 40 years old. You know, it, it, yeah. humanity, uh, in my opinion, has to be spared. Everybody has a right to live. I mean, you know, nobody's asking to become Bill Gates. I know I don't, all right? But I'd like, I'd like to live till 80, uh, to say the least, and reach the average lifespan and enjoy the little things in life, enjoy these moments like this where I'm able to express my views. And if people want to depopulate, what they should be doing rather is teaching them how to uh, not um, uh, bring any more kids into this world unless they really can take care of them. Uh, for example, educating some countries where why don't you adopt kids, adopt them, you know, and give these children a chance to have a mother and father. I mean, you know, uh, stuff like that. Just remember that there's the, there's a different mindset and we're not, I just giving you the conspiracy. I don't believe any of these conspiracies. I think someone ate a bat. And it was just like the biggest mistake in the world, and they let it out, or they had, were testing on this virus, and it, and someone said, "Oops," and then it got out, and they had a vaccine in China because they could care less. Oh, if some people die, that's fine, but we'll have a vaccine for most of the people because we don't care if anything else happens, and that was it. So there you go. So the conspiracy's over. But look now, up Agenda Twenty One to finish. To finish. I'm writing this down. Agenda Twenty One. Okay, so I'm not conspiracist. I'm only conspiracist when it comes to uh, uh, education and uh, these other things. We'll talk about conspiracies, or we can talk about everything's a work, as professional wrestlers would say. You're right, everything's a work, like the NFL and all that stuff. But what we have done is we have somebody that believes we have lost everything that America is about. We've lost football, 
We've lost baseball. We lost professional wrestling. We lost MMA. We lost tennis. We lost soccer. We lost any sports to play. Exercising, going to gyms, going to uh, 